0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you're on Bulletproof Business Radio. A little later than we're normally on, but we got a good reasoning why we're on a little later. We got the social media expert uh, joining us today, Mr. Michael Seldner, who joins us from San Diego. But before we get to Michael, just a quick introduction about our program. Bulletproof Business Radio is here most Fridays, uh, and it's brought to you by Bulletproof Infotech, serving the needs of Alberta, Calgary, Red Deer, Alberta. Uh, small business clients with uh, quality IT services, and part of our offering to our marketplace is this program, which helps bring educational content to small business owners. And one of the topics, for, or the topic for today, is social media. And social media is one of those great enablers for marketers, but it can also be the one of the biggest headaches for small business owners. Hopefully, today our our goal for today is to. Take away some of those, uh, maybe some of those fears and the hesitation uh, small businesses uh, have when they're looking at social media for their for their business. And we're joined today on the line with by uh, by Michael Stelzner, who runs a great website called SocialMediaExaminer.com. And Michael joins us from San Diego, where Michael, I hear it's like 70 degrees and beautiful down there today.
0: It's pretty nice. It's very nice. Thanks for having me on the show, Stuart.
1: Oh, It's our pleasure. And Michael, tell us a bit about uh, yourself and Social Media Examiner. What's the purpose? What do you sure. do every day? What gets you up in the morning?
0: Yeah, well, socialmediaexaminer.com is a site that only launched literally in the middle of October, and it's already a Technorati uh, top 100 small business blog. And really the purpose of the site is to help small businesses figure out how to use social media how to use tools like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all the other associated tools and applications to connect directly with customers. And uh, it's a really incredible site because we bring a lot of the high-profile people in the world uh, together to contribute original articles and videos. And we've got a video interview on there today with Chris Brogan, and we've interviewed the CEO of Technorati and a number of other people. And I was on the phone earlier today with Peter Shankman, uh, who's from Helper Writer Out. So really exciting stuff. We're bringing a lot of great... Uh, content that really is designed to be educational. And uh, my background is I wrote the book Writing White Papers, How to Capture Readers and Keep Them Engaged. And uh, my whole business model has been about helping businesses figure out how to use either educational material or social media to kind of connect with their other businesses or consumers or prospects. So that's really what my passion is right now. And, And social media is very, very hot. And that's where I am today.
1: So I'm skimming through the, your, your website, Social Media Examiner, and I'm looking at, you know, I see the video of Chris Brogan on there, uh, some great tips about, uh, you know, finding time for social media, which is one of the things i love to talk to you about. You know one thing that really astonishes me? You know, I hear my clothes. I blog almost every day. I have a few blogs around myself, uh, Bulletproof has their blogs. You know, we'll be lucky if we get seven or eight tweets, but I'm looking at 248, 358 tweets. What's the secret there?
0: Yeah, well, um, I think it has a lot to do with what I call fire starters. And fire starters are people that already have an audience that you're going after, and you figure out a way to strategically work with them. And if you go to socialmediaexaminer.com and you click on the About Us page, you'll see there's a coalition of people that are behind this site, which includes Jason Falls, Mari Smith, Denise Wakeman, Chris Garrett, and a number of other people that are active in the world of social media and already have very, very active audiences. We came together in a partnership, and by working together, we're able to drive a lot of traffic because each one of us has our own established audiences, and that's that's part of it. So having those fire starters is part of it, but the other thing is to create content that's going to resonate with people. The stuff that we have on our site is really very, very attractive to a certain kind of an audience. And the lesson to your business is if you have an audience that you're going after and you know they're very interested in certain topics, well, then why don't you go ahead and create some great content that describes either how to do certain kinds of things or interview people that are experts and get that content up there. And, and that's going to be one step closer to getting you a lot of traction in the world of social media. And, and you know, Stuart, I've been very impressed with the way the social media world has embraced uh, our site. And I think it's because we've got – some really great people contributing content. And we've also got a lot of little things that we employ on the site, which we can talk about later to kind of in, help people uh, move to action. Uh, we use a number of different tools and tactics on the on the site, which any business could put on their blog, which makes it super easy for people to act. And I call that friction reduction. So when you get rid of friction, uh, it makes it so easy for someone to, to do something. And when they read something that's really valuable, they'll feel compelled to want to return the favor and maybe just pushing a button that says retweet is one way they could do that. And um, just doing that kind of stuff really helps bring a lot of traffic to the site.
1: So I love it, fire starters and uh, and the friction removers. Uh, great, uh, uh, great terms are Michael for uh, you know getting things running and, and social media. One of the things you know I've talked to a lot of our client base here and you know and friends and mine in the community is why social media for our business? Why and why now? Or is it maybe another question? Uh, Follow up on that would be is it is it potentially too late or is the timing just right? Okay.
0: First of all, it's not too late. As a matter of fact, it's just getting started. Um, Think about it. If you've been in the business world long enough, think about back to the late 90s when websites were first coming out. And just think how many years it took every business in North America to get a website. There's still some that don't have it. So the moral of the story is these marketing tactics are brand new. Also, to give you context, Facebook. Everybody's heard of Facebook, but a year and a half ago, who the heck ever heard of Facebook? A year and a half ago, it was a closed community to college students. Now there's 350 million people on it. So is it too late? Heck no. It's just getting started. So to, to, that, to that question, it's not too late. Um, the first part of your question was why. Why should anybody do it? Well, let's think about it from this perspective. If you look at traditional marketing before social media, and maybe even before internet marketing you had to work through people that had access to an audience you had to go to a magazine and pay big bucks to put a, an advertisement in the magazine or you had to buy a list and do an expensive direct mail campaign or you had to go to a television show or a radio show and rent airspace because they had an audience but now the internet of course has made it so that you can get direct to an audience but social media has made it personal And I think that's why it's so important. The other part of it, Stuart, is the fact that your customers are likely using social media. What does that mean? 350 million people on Facebook, 58 million people on LinkedIn, 50-plus people on Twitter. Now, that's hundreds of millions of people that are already using those services, those social networks. High likelihood that your business clients, prospects, and customers are already there. And if you can go there and you can engage with them, you can build a strong relationship with them, that's going to be a relationship that's going to put you above and beyond your competitors. And that's really the main reason why you should, you should jump into it. And I, I think just about everybody who's ever given it any bit of time has found a great return on their investment. The cost is low, but there is a cost, and it's time. And as long as you're willing to invest some time, the rewards could be, frankly, phenomenal.
1: Okay, so that makes I mean that makes a lot of sense from a marketing point of view, and it also one of the things I love is uh, I think it's, it's a Comcast in the, in uh, in California or somewhere in the U.S. are using social media as another way to offer customer service, and that's another possible approach outside of the marketing is a way to connect with your existing customer base. Are you finding that as a, a big way of a reason why a lot of companies are looking at social media?
0: Yes, and as a matter of fact, if you go to socialmediaexaminer.com and you click on videos or search for Comcast, you'll see an interview we did with Frank Eliasen, who's in charge of Comcast social media, and he does Comcast Cares on Twitter. And, and customer support is another big thing. A lot of businesses are using sites like Twitter, and they're just searching for mentions of their business name, and then they're actively engaging people. For example, I was having a problem with a service, and I put it up on my Twitter feed, and within half an hour, someone from the company that actually um, made the service responded back to me and said, how can we help you? Boy, i got to tell you, that just blew my mind, and that's the kind of thing that you can do to engage people and really build a strong relationship with them. And there's also a very good case study on there about how you can also do searches to find leads and stuff. But for sure, and that's with, there's an example on there with Avaya about how they got a $250,000 sale by searching for some keywords on Twitter. But yeah, for sure, customer service is a big deal. Zappos.com, of course, is the story that everybody talks about because they use Twitter. They've got at least twenty people on Twitter, and their whole purpose is really just to engage with people and, and make sure that they have a happy, positive relationship. On Monday, I'm going to be on the phone with the, um, Gal behind Whole Foods, and if you go to Twitter.com/slash Whole Foods, they've got 1.5 million followers, and all they do is interact with their existing customers and try to satisfy them. So yeah, that's a huge part of it. But you know, customer satisfaction ultimately means customer retention. So, in the grand scheme of things, it really is more than just uh, support. It's 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 a way to retain customers, which
1: has a marketing swing to it. It makes a lot of sense, sir Michael, for sure. Now, I'm a you know I'm a small business owner. I have maybe ten employees. You know, probably two or three million dollars in revenue. So, not you know not a not lighting it up in the world of uh, commerce, sure. and not definitely getting any coverage on CNBC. Why would somebody be interested in following my business on, say, Facebook or Twitter?
0: Well, that's a great question. Um, lots of small businesses are actually getting much more success than the big businesses. The big businesses are the one that everybody talks about because there's so few of them in there. But, for example, I met a guy um, out of Chicago that owns a pizzeria, and his name is uh, Ramon DeLeon, and he's active on social media. And he's basically on there trying to engage teenagers and high school kids to try to get get them um, to want to think about dominoes whenever they have birthday parties and he's out there just looking actively for customers and engaging with them and he's taking video flip cameras with him and going to events where the locals hang out and actually putting those videos up on vidler and youtube and and using that as a way to engage with his customers or he'll put them up in a store so i think that for a small business owner the opportunity is phenomenal because you have a way now to find people that's Costless. I mean, really doesn't cost you, you, know, you anything. All you need is a little bit of time. So um, I'm a small business owner, and I was able to land a very, very large client um, using Twitter. And the story was Anthony Robbins, who is a big time motivational speaker, um, someone from his organization was recommended to me by somebody else on Twitter. Um, Mari Smith recommended that person to me, and her name is Amy Porterfield, and we just did some tweeting back and forth in, in Twitter. And before you know it, I'm on the phone, and they say, we want to hire you. So it really it's just a great way to build some bonds with people. And it also allows you to take the business offline. Um, you can – because social media is all about having human faces attached with things – You can engage with people a couple times, and then you can meet them in person. For example, let's say you have a tweet-up or a meet-up, which is some sort of a gathering that's resulted from social media engagement. Those people are going to feel bonded to you already because they've seen your face and they've been monitoring you, and you'd be shocked at how far that relationship can go. And it can really, it's like networking taken to an entirely new level. If you normally, you know, do networking by going to local events or organizations, you know, uh, this could really take it to an entirely new level, and the great thing is it can happen 24 hours a day at your convenience, whenever you want.
1: So, what would you recommend the small business owner uh, start, to Michael? Would you, is LinkedIn the place to start? I mean, I understand LinkedIn more of a business to business, where Facebook is more. Uh, I can't remember the quote, exact quote, but something like LinkedIn is the uh, is the business to business, Facebook is the uh, the barbecue, and uh, MySpace is like the bar uh, type of <laughs> analogy.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I would
1: start with Twitter, believe it or not. Um, I think Twitter
0: has got the path of least resistance. Uh, you don't need to have any existing network, friends, or relationships to start out on Twitter. You could go to Twitter.com right now and in seconds set up an account, um, type in some profile information, and then just put out a couple of tweets, which are basically some some links, for example, to content that you think people would be interested in. And, and all of a sudden um, – People that are searching for those keywords will find that stuff, and hopefully if they like it, they'll do what's called a retweeting, which means they'll take your content and, and pump it out to their audience, and before you know it, you'll build up this massive network. I've got 19,000 people follow me on Twitter. I had 500 people at this time last year following me on Twitter. The only thing that I do on Twitter is post a couple links a day to articles that are related to marketing, and that's how I've been able to grow my following. And with that following, I've been able to get an enormous amount of business. So I think the path to least resistance is to start with Twitter. The great thing about Twitter is Twitter um, has patches that go into LinkedIn and also go into Facebook. So you could eventually set up a LinkedIn account, and then you can activate your Twitter link, which would allow anything you put up on Twitter to also show up on LinkedIn, your status updates. And then you could do the same thing with Facebook. Um, I just think that's really the starting point. And if you're not even sure what to do, just go on search.twitter.com and search for people that are in the area that do what you do, but maybe are in different regions of the the country, and just watch what they're doing, and see what kind of response they're getting, and then model. Because really, the first thing you should do is is just monitor what other people are doing, rather than just jumping in and not knowing what
1: you're doing. So being a, uh, a Twitter lurker was what I would call them. Observe what's going on before you actually uh, dive into the deep end.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't take a lot of observation. It just could be a couple of days or a couple weeks just watching how people are interacting and what they're doing and maybe find a couple role models out there that you want to try to model your business after and then just experiment with it. I mean, frankly, I didn't know what the heck I was doing when I started a year ago, and I've come quite a long ways in a year, and it doesn't take uh, a lot to actually accomplish quite a bit.
1: And you know, hats off to Amy as well because that's how we linked up was through Amy. So, you know, obviously the social media uh, place is working uh, for introductions to uh, to great people. One of the things I uh, you know, one of the things I have found, uh, Michael, is I use Twitter now as my main source of news, not the news that you see on the six o'clock or eleven o'clock news, which but it can it can be that way as well. But keeping up with industry news, so all of the, the like the movers and shakers in the industry. The Steve Jobs and those type of folks, uh, and also the trade magazines that I like to follow—they're always—they're all putting their articles now on Twitter. So if I want to go read a, read what's happening on Windows Seven, or you know, if I'm in the transportation industry, some of the the new buy, uh, laws around interstate traffic, or whatever it wants to be, chances are you'll find that on Twitter uh, posted from one of the media sources.
0: Absolutely, and what's really cool about Twitter is a lot of businesses and a lot of. Uh, professionals and a lot of you know superstar celebrities or whatever tend to put stuff there first so it 's a great way for you to get breaking news before anybody else gets it I mean if you remember the plane that crashed in New York um, it was on it was all over Twitter before it ever even got on the news, so stuff breaks really fast on twitter and one of the cool things about Twitter is um, you can go ahead and a lot of you are probably familiar with Google Alerts, where you can go into Google and get keyword alerts to come in your email box every day. Absolutely, yep. Well, there's there's a great service called Social Oomph, o o m p h, and dot com, and you can set up keyword alerts for Twitter. So what that means is you can go ahead and say I want a daily digest of all the Twitter activity related to this word or this couple of words, and you can do Boolean operators, so you can say subtract out these kinds of words and so on and so forth, and you get a daily update in your in your inbox of every single person on Twitter that has commented on that particular phrase. This is a great way for you to monitor and engage, and you can have it come daily or hourly or however often you want. And that way it's pushed to you. You don't even have to be on the service, and I think that's pretty powerful. And, and you know, uh, Twitter, like like you said, really stuff happens there before it ever shows up on a lot of these regular news sites. So you can really break stuff to your audience and thus become a very valuable uh, source of information to to people that are interested in whatever it is that your business does, and by doing that, you draw opportunity to yourself, grow a following, and then ultimately have the opportunity to maybe sell a little
1: bit. Yeah, and I use that service um, as well to keep track of what's uh, what's happening in the areas, and I also use products like uh, Hootsuite and Uber Twitter on my BlackBerry. Another way is to you know keep on top of what's going on, even when I'm not sitting in front of my laptop. So, Michael, lots of great stuff on Twitter. You know, I, I'm still the small business owner. You know. Uh I know okay twitter 's somewhere where I should get started with the path of leaf resistance, But yeah. I heard lots of great stuff about blogs and those type of services. Uh, should I as uh, a small business owner, have a blog today? I
0: think you should,
1: as a matter of fact, blogs were the first
0: social media tool technically um The reason why they 're social media is because they allow people to comment and engage, and uh you have to have a place. If you start with Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, you have to have a destination to send someone to that would allow them to engage with you, not necessarily just buy your products and services. So by adding a blog to your company website, you increase the opportunity for, number one, the capturing of emails because the stuff that's on your blog tends to be non-promotional and people might be willing to give you their email address and their name and get regular updates, which allows you to be pushed in front of them by email, which is still the most powerful marketing channel in the world on a regular basis so i think yeah for sure never skip the blog i mean if you can do the blog the downside to blogging is it's a lot of work um, I'm a blogger. I've got multiple blogs, and it's an enormous amount of work to, to come up with fresh content on a regular basis. And uh, and that is a bit of a challenge. And if you don't have someone in your company that can help you generate that content, then you may want to be thinking about maybe just going to Facebook instead of necessarily a blog. And there's also a great new service called Posterous.com, P-O-S-T-E-R-I-O-U-S, I believe is how you spell it. And it's called a live streaming service, and you can send an email to it. Anything that's in your email will automatically get formatted into a blog post. So you could send a paragraph with a with a picture attached, and it will automatically format it into a nice blog post. You can send uh, a link to a YouTube video. It will automatically embed the YouTube video. I mean, it's super simple. You can do it from your iPhone. You can do it from your laptop, from anywhere that you are, and it's effortless. And this allows you to really do some great stuff. And Steve Rebell um, – who works for Edelman is really very high-profile social media guy. Literally shut down his blog, Micro Persuasion, and just moved completely to doing what he calls live streaming, which is using this um
1: account. So, Michael, I have to ask, uh, ask you this, uh, this question. I get I get asked lots of time myself, but I would love to hear uh, your side of the uh, the story. You know, what the question is: Who would be interested in following me on stuff that I am doing in a like on? Um, on a post type blog you know who would who would be interested in following a guy like me well, that's a great question um, you'd be surprised how many people out there are interested in
0: connecting with other people that are like themselves um, It's just a question of whether you want to use it for your personal purposes or whether you want to use it for your business purposes if I'm assuming we're talking about businesses right now
1: so absolutely in, yeah
0: in your yeah. in your particular case let's say that you're an IT guy, okay, and you're following what's going on in the world of uh, networking, for example. Um, and you know that there's some new technology that's out. Well, people might want to keep up with that from a security perspective. And if they know that you're the guy that talks about that stuff, then they're going to want to subscribe to make sure they're kept up to date and they have that sense, I don't need to worry about this because I know Stuart's covering this and I'm going to get an email in my box or a notification whenever something is new. And those are the kind of people that, that are going to want to follow you. You provide value to people. And the way you do that is by educating them. And when you give them something that they find really interesting, naturally they're going to want to follow you. They're not going to want to follow you if all you do is talk about yourself. If all you do is talk about how um, I did this today or, man, I had a bad day, you know, a little bit of that kind of stuff is okay. But that's really not what people are interested in. They're interested in learning when it comes from from a business perspective. And by learning from – by providing that great content, they're going to want to follow you. I mean, there's a reason why we have almost 3,000 people subscribing to Social Media Examiner. It's only been up for a month and a couple days. It's because we're providing really rich content that they want. And if you do the same thing for your business, then you're going to get followers.
1: Exactly. It's what Chris Brogan, Brogan talks about being that trust agent and and uh, offering things of value to uh, to those who are interested in that uh, that same core area. I mean, my personal blog. Uh, Michael, just give me some perspective here. I talk about everything, I and mean, and coming up with ideas is not uh, not that difficult. I just have to walk across the street and I can see something that actually uh, I can spin that into a blog post. <laughs> well, you know, have to be when you, when you're when you're thinking that way, right? Those uh, you, you're more observant and more aware of things that are going on around you and how you can relate to, you know, somebody driving erratic down the street and you know talk about being in a rush and the challenges you have in business around you know constantly rushing. That's what I do with my personal blog.
0: And then we have our business
1: blog. talks. It's more of an influencer in our community. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. What were you going to well, say I was going
0: to say another great thing about blogging is every time you write a post, it's like an octopus uh, arm that reaches out there and grabs an audience that's searching for that particular topic or concept. So the more posts you've got out there, the more you can be found by people that are searching for keywords and, and tactics and stuff like that. So, you know, um, it really is great. That's the great thing about a blog is it's like an article repository that doesn't necessarily lose its value, where on, like, Twitter, you tweet today and it's gone tomorrow. You follow where I'm going with that? That's a yeah. real-time stream. Blogging is definitely a more permanent kind of thing, and, and when you couple those two things together, I think you get a really powerful result.
1: So one of the things I also talk about uh, with uh, small business owners is, and, their, and sales people is, sales, especially for sales folks, is that this is a powerful tool, for you to start building those trusted relationships with uh, with the community, um, that in, and that's really as a core essence. All social media is about building trust. Is that correct?
0: I think it's about building relationships, and I think once you build a relationship, trust comes. You know what I mean? So I'd say yes. Yeah, it's hard to build trust. Just like you know that 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 that. that sometimes seems like a nebulous concept i think trust is an outcome of a relationship but i think you're right i think at the end of the day you want to come off as trustworthy and the way you do that is by not being self-serving and i think that's you know the end result is going to be that you're going to establish affinity with people and i think affinity is, is one step closer to having that
1: trust so and we got little oh, five minutes left here michael before sure. uh, we have to end the program I want to touch on Facebook because a lot of you I mean there's a lot of people on Facebook that's got a great momentum uh, out there. Uh, is Facebook a viable solution for business, or is it just more, you know, I want to keep in touch with all my college buddies. I think it can actually be both. Um, you can set up what's called
0: a Facebook fan page, and we just published an article this week on Social Media Examiner on a bunch of tips on how to drive people to Facebook fan pages. But as your business, you can go on there and you can set up a fan page. And basically, you can post your blog articles up there, and you can even integrate your Twitter tweets into that and put some pictures up there. And it's a place where whenever you put an update, it'll show up in people's uh, Facebook feeds just like their friend updates do. And it just makes it very easy for your business to actually have a presence on Facebook, not just you as an individual. And I think you're going to see a lot more businesses doing fan pages. And I know it sounds kind of crazy. I don't have fans. You might be thinking, why would I have a fan page? Well, you know, it, it, it's not that hard to do, and it's very, very. Uh, people spend a lot of time on Facebook, so by having one there, chances are pretty good that you can get access to an audience that perhaps isn't on LinkedIn or isn't on Twitter, or perhaps isn't you don't have access to any other way. And you can also use fan pages to grow your lists. You can embed HTML onto your fan pages so you can have opt-in forms to your newsletters or blogs or whatever on there, and I think it's very powerful. As a matter of fact, there's a reason why there's so many darn people on Facebook because it's fun. And uh, you know, you can also buy advertisements on Facebook. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you can you can get uh advertisements down to just a city. And you can even narrow it down to certain kinds of people based on what they have in their profile. So there's an amazing amount of granularity that you can do on Facebook for advertising. And I know advertising is it's just good old fashioned Ban- little ads that show up on the, on the right side of the page, but it's so narrowly targeted that it might be worth a try for your local business.
1: So lots of great stuff, Michael we talked about here. Um, uh, so this is Stuart Crawford. We're talking with Michael uh, Stelzner from uh, social mediaexaminer.com about social media for small business. Um, you know in the last couple minutes, Michael, uh, if, you, if I had to give two or three tips away that people can start uh, implementing in their business like as soon as they finish listening to this program, what uh, what would those be
0: well i think first and foremost you got to figure out you got to figure out what value you can provide to your audience to your prospects and if you haven't figured that out if you're into good old fashioned selling you need to step back and you need to ask yourself what in the world is my audience interested in and the best way to do that is to survey them send out an email survey go to surveymonkey.com and set up a survey and email Um, people and ask them what kind of stuff they're interested in and what they read. And that will just kind of give you a high-level interest, kind of these are topics I I could be writing about or linking to. And then the next thing you want to do is set up a Twitter account. And if you already have a Twitter account, get that Twitter account out there in all of your communications. Put it in your email signatures. Get it up on your company website. Get it up on your print stuff that you put out. Put it in your advertising and get yourself some people following you on Twitter so you can begin immediately engaging with them and taking the business to the next level. And then slowly but surely, I would layer in Facebook and LinkedIn. And then, you know, over time, you'll be able to add a lot more to it. But that's where I would start. And then, you know, the other thing I would suggest is just, you know, find some great resources that you can follow that are doing it right, track what they're doing, and then just keep up with the latest that's going on in the industry. And Social Media Examiner is is, is a place that you can learn a lot. We've got a lot of great case studies.
1: So, uh, and that call to action immediately, just go to social me, uh, socialmediaexaminer.com and sign up uh, for the mailing list that's on there. And get some articles delivered to your email, email box. Good way to keep on top of stuff. And plus, I think you have a free uh, Twitter marketing tutorial on there. Absolutely, yep.
0: You sign up, you get access to a video that I created on how to use
1: Twitter for marketing. So great, some uh, good uh, deliverables there, Michael. I want to thank you for your time. Quick, uh, fast conversation uh, about social media, a good refresher for a lot of folks, and uh, maybe a good introduction to, for several others that are kind of thinking what social media can be for their business, and you know, does it serve uh, as part of their marketing strategy for, especially as we're going into 2010.
0: Absolutely, and I think every business needs to be on social media or will be in the next couple of years, and it's not too late to to really do some major things for your business with it. Thank you, Stuart, very much for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you, uh, Michael. Enjoy that great uh, San Diego weather, and hopefully, uh, I think the Chargers are doing okay this year?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I've been so darn busy with the launch of the site, I haven't been tracking it, but I know my wife knows. She watches it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of my, young, my youngest son is a big Charger fan. So all the best to you. Have a great uh, weekend. Happy Thanksgiving next week. Hey, and we'll look so forward much. to talking to you again real soon. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. So this, uh, that was uh, Michael Stelzer from SocialMediaExaminer.com uh, here on Bulletproof Business Radio uh, this Friday. Stay tuned to our website at radio.bulletproofit.ca for our, a lot of stuff coming uh, down the pipe here. Don't forget, January 8th, we have Chris Brogan, who wrote the book uh, with Julius Smith called Trust Agents. He'll be joining us. Lots of great stuff happening. We're going to have Michael on again. He talk about white paper strategies. Anyway, this is Stuart Crawford, With Bulletproof InfoTech signing off for this week on Bulletproof InfoTech Radio.